Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 303 of Lean Blog Audio. This is something I posted on April 3rd, 2020, titled, What My Book Lean Hospitals Says About Inventory Planning. Um, so what I'm going to share here is from the third edition of my book, Lean Hospitals. Um, I've copied and pasted from the book and made no additional edits, but I'll add some closing thoughts at the end. Um, if you want a more complete PDF excerpt, you can uh, find a link to that on the blog post for this episode, leanblog.org slash audio 303. So um, this section of the book, and, and by the way, there's, there's no audio book for lean hospitals. Um, a lot of people have asked for that. Maybe that's something um, I can still do, um, but it's always been a question of time and the business case of whether enough people would buy that, but I'm happy to share this content here. So the one section is titled Kanban, a lean approach to managing materials. So Kanban is a method that builds on the concepts of standardized work, 5S and visual management to give health systems a simple yet effective method for managing supplies and inventory. Kanban is a Japanese word that can be translated as signal, card, or sign. A Kanban is most often a physical signal, such as a paper card or plastic bin, that indicates when it's time to order more and from whom and in what quantity. It can also be an electronic signal that is sent by an automated cabinet or computer system. And in the book, um, you can see this in the excerpt, there are examples of a laboratory Kanban card and a pharmacy shelf that has been nicely organized and set up with Kanban cards. Now the Kanban approach is sometimes mistakenly thought of as a system that just focuses on low inventory levels when its goals are actually to support the patients and the employees by ensuring needed supplies are in the right place in the right quantity and at the right time and to ensure the availability of material with the lowest required inventory levels. Kanban systems typically have fewer stockouts and better availability of materials than traditional materials management methods. So there's a section titled uh, Trade-Offs with Inventory. In any system, there are trade-offs between high availability of materials and increased inventory costs, especially when the use of supplies is not perfectly predictable or steady. This is certainly the case in hospitals. Generally speaking, the cost of inventory rises as we want to be more certain that we never run out. Industrial engineering and supply chain management principles teach us that inventory levels must unfortunately increase exponentially if we were to approach a guarantee of 100% availability for an item. While our primary goal is to keep patient care flowing and ensure staff have the supplies they need, we sometimes have to look at the trade-offs and cost involved. This trade-off can be seen with expired or obsolete inventory. You know, we, we cannot expect constant availability, yet also insist that there be zero wasted inventory. For example, if a hospital's blood bank needs to ensure that it never runs out of O-negative blood, it's inevitable that some waste, um, expired blood that has to be destroyed, will occur since it might be difficult to perfectly predict blood usage. Other industries, such as manufacturing, might not, want out, might not want to run out of a particular item because the cost of shutting down an automotive assembly line for an hour is very high. That, however, does not compare to the cost of a life lost because of a critical blood component, medication, or supply was not available. When the cost of stockouts is high, we have to err on the side of excess inventory. For items that are less critical or have a close substitute, we can more easily allow some risk of stockouts. 
We'll be right back. Another trade-off to consider is the frequency of ordering from outside vendors. If we order less often, we can order in larger quantities. This often leads to volume discounts from vendors, or we can spread out fixed ordering costs, such as the labor cost of cutting a purchase order and the often fixed shipping cost from the vendor across more material. The downside with ordering less frequently is that we have higher inventory management costs, which include cash tied up in inventory, space required for storage, labor required to move, count, and maintain inventory, and the risk of damage, obsolescence, or expiration. Ordering more frequently also reduces the overall risk of stockouts because we can reevaluate actual usage and respond more quickly if we're ordering small amounts weekly instead of large amounts quarterly. The Kanban method allows us to quantify an optimal reorder point for supplies. This formula considers a number of factors, including average usage or demand for an item, how frequently we consider reordering, often daily or weekly, the vendor's lead time for replenishing items, and safety stock, considering the variation usage and variation in replenishment time, and the cost of stocking out. As a quick aside, I think I just found a typo in the book. It should probably say considering the variation in usage or considering the usage variation. Um, but because this is from a traditional publisher, eh, that's not going to get fixed. So anyway, back to the book. The amount of safety stock required will depend on the amount of variation involved with a given part. If an item is critically important, has highly variable usage, and comes from an unreliable vendor who might deliver more uh, in, in two days or, or two weeks, um, I guess after it was ordered, um, the hospital would have to hold a relatively high amount of safety stock. So a final example and story uh, from the book, the New York Health and Hospital Corporation, or HHC, has been using just-in-time ordering to replenish materials as part of their lean program called Breakthrough. As many organizations do in conjunction with their supply chain redesign efforts, HHC rationalized the variety of rubber gloves that are available, latex gloves. Um, instead of 20 different colors and thicknesses, there are now just two options available in different sizes, of course. This uh, saves HHC $4 million a year on gloves alone. And in keeping with the, respect, uh, with, the, with the principle of respect for people, changes like this should be made with significant staff and clinician participation rather than being mandated from the top. Okay, so that's the end of the ex excerpt. And as I've written about before on LinkedIn and as I've talked about in other blog posts, um, including ones include in, uh, included in this podcast series, I think it's unfair to blame just in time for the shortages of PPE and ventilators and medications that we currently see in New York and other places around the world. Um, those shortages might also sadly be coming to your town. But you know, hospitals that have been, if you will, practicing lean to varying degrees, um, using just-in-time or Kanban or other strategies uh, are, are facing shortages. But so are the hospitals that were not using lean to any extent. You know, I don't think hospitals um, that believed in stockpiling inventory have enough right now. Um, the federal uh, strategic reserves don't have enough supply, and that was intended to help back up hospitals. And you know, again, it's not accurate to say that lean means low inventory. I think it's more accurate to say things like lean means better planning and problem solving. It means 
identifying risks through processes like strategy deployment. And just-in-time really means having a fast, responsive supply chain that can quickly respond to reasonable spikes in demand. The spike in demand right now has meant the hospitals that tried high inventory for critically important items don't have enough. Those who thought, we'll just order more than uh, when it's needed, don't have enough. There are no easy answers, but the quick answer of blaming just-in-time just doesn't seem accurate or helpful. So if you want to, uh, again, if you want to read this or see an excerpt in PDF format, you can go to leanblog.org audio 303. Thanks for listening.